I'm Brandon Toba, and you're listening to Brandon Toba Talks, a discussion podcast. This week, I got a guest on. Uh, I've got a lot going on in this podcast. It's actually my first shot at having multiple mics on my computer. So it's a little janky in some parts, but I hope you guys are okay with that or can forgive me. I'm still learning just like we all are at all the time. I also picked up a new mic this week, so I'm learning that as well. There's a lot to learn with mics and audio that I didn't actually know before. I thought I knew a great deal, but apparently I didn't. So here we go. We're getting into it. I recorded last night with my guest. Her name is Tanil. She's actually a really good friend of mine. She is my massage therapist. She's really good. She's really caring. She's really giving to a lot of people. She's got the best personality that I think anyone could have. She's got a lot of characteristics I would say that a lot of that are desirable whereas what I mean is she has an uncanny ability to take personal inventory of herself of her friends and basically cut off anything that's not furthering her life in the way that she wants to go I've seen her cut out best friends here and there not necessarily cut them out but talk down not talk down to them talk to them and say hey this isn't working I want to be here I can't get there here we are I've never seen her without a smile on her face. She's always happy to see anyone in her life, even if she doesn't know them, she's happy to meet them. And she's an all-around great girl. She just got married, she just moved out of town. We're gonna go over it all here. I'm just giving you guys a little heads up. She's really cheery, she's really fun. Here we go. Episode number 11. This is where I bring in Tina. She's actually really cool. We've known each other for a few years now. Uh, she's a really good friend of mine. She does massage therapy. She hates being called a masseuse. It's the worst thing in the world. But she's here today. She's going to answer some questions that I have for her about massage therapy. And we're just going to dive right in. Say hello, Tina. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's Tina. She's cool. Yeah. Basically, I just want to dive right in. I've got a few questions for Tina about massage therapy. Uh, first one is, what drew you to massage therapy? Uh, well, a long story short is when I was first researching massage therapy about four years ago, I knew I was interested in a holistic, natural approach to how the body could heal itself from injuries. I was also looking for a career that would allow me to work with the public, but in a relaxing, positive environment where people would walk out feeling relief of their pain. Um, looking into my future, I also uh, desired to be a mom someday and massage therapy would allow me to be in control of my schedule, have more time to give to my family and to just be with them more on a daily basis. Uh, as well, the money in the profession of massage is very sustainable for a family income. So that's what kind of drew me. I like that a lot. Guys, I'm looking at Tanil's notes here and she's got like paragraphs on paragraphs on paragraphs. Yeah, buddy. She's crazy. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So what uh, does it take to make it in massage therapy? Yeah, uh, so honestly, it really depends on your heart behind helping people and the therapeutic relationship you can create with your clients. You need to be confident as the massage therapist to create safe and effective treatment plans for your clients to reap the most benefits from. 
With this being said, every massage therapist has a different style and approach to their practice. Some are interested in relaxation, spa treatments. Some may take a more therapeutic approach, including cupping, fascial techniques, and trigger point work. And some follow sports teams and treat acute injuries right on the sidelines. I would have to place myself in between relaxation and a therapeutic style of treatment. And the diversity in massage therapy is incredibly vast and always expanding and being acknowledged for its credibility. If you want to really make it far and build your clientele, it honestly boils down to word of mouth and promoting yourself through business cards, events where you can showcase your skills and sometimes just being uh, with there with people and meeting them and you already just make your yourself clients by telling them what you do. Um, but to strive in this profession, you definitely need to have a likable personality that people will feel comfortable with. After all, your clients are trusting you in the most vulnerable way to help them medically feel better. You always, always put the client's needs first in every clinical situation. All right. So how big is your clientele? My clientele definitely was built over time from first practicing on people outside of school for free before I became licensed and over a two-year span of working at a clinic just outside of Edmonton. My clientele has reached over 100 people who have seen me on multiple visits. I was just so lucky to have also met a friend about four years ago who was a practicing massage therapist for 10 years. And she was wanting to do a career change to photography just as I was nearing graduation. She received a massage from me and then went on to ask me if I wanted to take over all of her clients. After just graduating, I received over 30 clients from just her alone. It truly had blessed me. And the nice thing about clientele is that you can just you can start with just one person, but then that person can spread your name to 10 and then to 10 grows to 20 to 30 to 40 and so on. So don't be discouraged when you're just starting small at first. That is just at the beginning for you. Okay. I actually really like that answer because you like you've got some clients under your belt right at the start and you push yourself and grew from there, right? Yeah. So next question I have is how do you market yourself? But before I get into that, I just want to make note. You just moved to Kelowna. I did. You like it over there? Oh, heck yes. Yeah. (laughs) So how is the clientele different from here to Kelowna? So I would definitely say that... um, Obviously, I'm starting out fresh there, so I got to kind of get myself out more. Um, Just actually recently, I've been making some business cards, but also it's been kind of just my husband's family um, spreading my name, uh, getting word out about me. Um, And uh, since I'm not registered massage therapist there, I can't go through insurance, so uh, my clientele has to go through uh, cash only for now, but I'm working towards that, um, and it'll work out good, but uh, the clientele is starting to pick up a bit as I start meeting some more people, Um, and uh, yeah, I'm so excited to see how far it goes there. Okay, 
So just not being registered in BC is really giving you a bit of a wall? A bit, yeah. Like, once I get registered, it'll definitely um, make things easier because then insurance companies will be able to pay me instead of someone coughing up 90 bucks from their pocket. Um, So it'll definitely be a lot easier for me to build a clientele. So what does it take to become registered in BC? So to become registered in BC, you have to uh, first off be um, a massage therapist uh, that has gone through the two years of schooling. Uh, So I did mine in Edmonton. And uh, basically, I have to do two written board exams. And then I have to do a practical exam where I'm showing them what I'm doing, They ask me a bunch of questions and like basically it's intense like none other (laughs) and uh, that is basically what it kind of looks like and right now uh, I have to study very intensely because Alberta we did some basic stuff and BC they just go way more deep into it so uh, right now I'm just like really taking taking it uh to you know just go with it (laughs) okay i just want to get back quick Uh, i had one more question that was a while ago we were talking about it and that question was how do you market yourself yeah uh so this is probably my favorite question to answer because i market myself uh through business cards and then i that I get done on Vistaprint. Um, I also create a business Facebook and Instagram page. And I also started another side business uh, a while back making bath bombs through a business called TNT Bath Gifts. I remember the bath bombs. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought I ordered one, but I don't think I ever got it. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, I'll have to give <laughs> so. you one. <laughs> um, so basically with the bath bomb business, um, it was a great opportunity for me to talk to people about the benefits of Epsom salt baths after massage. And then I would basically have my business cards ready, um, telling them that I'm a massage therapist too. But I do emphasize again that it's entirely based on how you are with people. My secret ingredient when it comes to marketing myself usually is not really about talking about myself at all. It's actually more about focusing on the person I'm talking to and asking them about themselves and getting to know them better. The bottom line is the more you show interest in others, the more they will show interest in you. So because people who are not open to getting to know other people and adapting to their conversations... Uh, to being others focused, they often miss the mark on what really builds a clientele. I was also really gifted when I was younger to know how to talk to anyone at any age. That is also key. Depending on your business at what audience it caters to, you really need to cater to the audience. So if you struggle with talking to a certain audience, that will show in your business outcome. You need to put your prejudices aside and judgments if you want to grow in business. As well, another piece of advice uh, I would give someone is to not always do things for money. Sometimes my clientele um, and marketing was done by just serving someone, my screen just went blank, uh, else because it felt good to help. This may not always work for everyone, but just remember what people do for you that makes a mark on your heart will probably do the same to others. 
I actually really like that answer because it is what a lot of the top entrepreneurs in the world are saying right now at the as well. Be providing value up front, getting paid in the back kind of thing. But it's not even about getting paid. It's getting in, getting a dialogue open. That's right. Building value with that customer or your client or whatever. It doesn't even have to be a client, right? That's how mm-hmm. they always start. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as long as you start build that dialogue and that rapport, you can get pretty much anywhere. Totally. Oh, I like that. That was really good, Tanil. Thanks. I, li- I liked it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what does the next move look like for you? Well, so as I was saying earlier, I am currently working my butt off to study and pass a board exam in British Columbia to become a registered massage therapist in BC. Since Alberta is not a regulated province for massage therapy, I'm not able to just transfer over what I learned from Alberta to work in a different province. So that kind of sucks. But, you know, I kind of think of it as I'm taking my master's in massage therapy. So that kind of makes me feel smarter (laughs) in a way. Uh, So there are a lot of days I feel like pulling my hair out a lot of anatomy and physiology I have to study deeper into. Um, I know that when I go to write these exams and hopefully pass, it'll be so worth it and I will officially own the rights to call myself a registered massage therapist. This next move is going to take a lot of physical, emotional, and psychological commitment for me, but I am so lucky to have so much support from my husband, family, and friends who keep telling me to push on. I also have a huge goal to someday massage one of the cast members from either Friends or The Office. And if you would like to know exactly which cast member I'm t- thinking of, you'll have to ask me either in person or through social media. Okay, now I got to ask you. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> so which cast member? Oh, goodness. Okay, so from The Office, Def's Jim, because, you know, good looks. <laughs> I hear he's got a beard now. Yeah, just don't tell my husband. (laughs) Uh, And then probably from friends, I'm just a huge fan of Jennifer Aniston, so definitely Rachel. Yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Guys, seriously, if you want to get a hold of Tanil, I will link some of her profiles down below. Uh, I'm going to pretty much be spreading her word all over I go. Bath bombs and yeah. massages. I got a massage from her once. It was great. She tickled my knees. <laughs> uh, that's just because I have sensitive knees. <laughs> it was awesome, though. It was really relaxing. I went to work out after, and then I realized I should work out and then get a massage next time. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I felt like a real idiot that day. No. It's okay, though. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but back on track, you got married recently. I did. How was the married life? Oh, man. The married life, to be honest, it's tough. It's, it's a work in progress every day. But it's awesome because you get to do it with your best friend and you get to grow together. You get to, you know, make mistakes together. You get to laugh, cry. Um, But yeah, like, you know, getting married in the in the, you know, just the middle of COVID was like crazy. Nobody would have expected to get married like 
COVID. Oh my gosh. So we had to like make lots of changes with that. Um, but we ended up getting married in my parents' backyard and yep, Brandon was there. So Brantoba, <laughs> he was there cheering me on and yeah, it's, it's been awesome. We've on, almost been like five months married now on the 16th. So that's just a huge, huge accomplishment for us. And we're so excited for the rest of our life. Damn. That was a good wedding, just so you know. I know. I it was yeah, COVID really threw a fucking wrench in. Yeah. <laughs> but I got like invited and then uninvited and then invited again. I'm sorry, bro. And then it was like the day before, just like, oh yeah, it's happening. <laughs> you should be there. But yeah, I made it out. I'm happy I did. I'm not happy I wore a blazer and plus thirty though. Oh Won't yeah. Won't make that mistake again. That was your mistake, bro. Oh, it was a nice blazer. I looked really good. You looked good. All the all the older ladies were telling me how good I looked. Swooning. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys moved out to BC right after the wedding. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, just to be with like Nathan's family, right? Yeah. So, um, during COVID, uh, me and Nathan, like I couldn't work because obviously my job, I'm touching people in close proximity. Nathan got laid off. Um, so we kind of were just like, you know, let's push up the date of our wedding. Let's get it done sooner. Um, so we had our part one um, this year. We're going to have part two of our wedding next year. Um, and then, yeah, we, we just were like, you know what, like everybody's staying inside and like it's so depressing let's move to bc like you know let's let's make the best of this time so um nathan actually got offered work um with his uncle um a company called good to go co they do emergency survival supplies water kits uh freeze-dried food any kind of camping supplies that you can think of so He's in the shipping receiving end of that because it's all online warehouse stuff. So he's been working hard at that. It's a family run business. And um, yeah, I've been just, you know, living the Kelowna life. I bought a paddleboard and there's some amazing lakes out there. So you've, if you've never been, you got to go. It's just it's so beautiful. Um, and obviously wine galore out there. Wine country. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You and your wine. Yeah. It's, it's Teener Unchained. Let me tell you. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds sweet for Nathan because that's right up his alley. Oh, totally. For sure. Guys, if you don't know Nathan, let me tell you. Tanil said she was dating this guy and we all wanted to know what he looked like. <laughs> okay. And then they went on a big uh, young adults camping trip in Banff. And this was the first time we got to see him. I didn't go on the trip because I'm lazy as frick. <laughs> but anyway, so they go on this trip, and then I just see her hugging this guy with a bucket hat on. <laughs> I was like, who the freak is this kid? And then she's like, that's that's guy I'm dating. And I was like, oh, that's so Tina. Yeah. They had a camo bucket hat and camo pants and a green shirt. This guy, he's so good. He's good looking, too. Oh, so good looking. <laughs> yeah, you're a little biased, though. Oh, totally biased. Anyway, he's a really thoughtful guy, too. Oh, I find every sweet. interaction that I've had with him, I've been like, this guy gets it. Aww. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even when he was planning to propose to you, and oh, I didn't really, I didn't really know him that well at the time, and he messaged me out of the blue, and he's like, "This is happening." 
I want you there because she wants you there. And Aww. I was like, frick, this guy freaking gets it. <laughs> so, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. Now I just think about him. Great oh, me guy. too. Don't worry, we can have thoughts about him later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in a different province right now. So Yeah. Nah, just kidding. We won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> so on my last episode, I talked all about being adaptable. And since you moved, mm. you've had to adapt to the new regulations over in BC, right? And that's been a, quite a struggle for you, right? Well, uh you know moving to bc that was that was different because i am a born and raised alberta girl so you know for 24 years of my life but uh to be honest wait 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 what? she's a country bumpkin oh yeah no i'm a country bumpkin i'm out here in the boonies actually brandon drove all the way out to my place in the boonies so you know hats off to him uh but yeah to be honest right now uh Kelowna is actually not bad for like uh restrictions um so <laughs> when I come back to Edmonton I'm usually like having to drive back home to pick up my mask and you know I get all like oh man shoot but like in Kelowna like you basically it's just Walmart I think that you have to wear a mask but everywhere else like it's kind of up to you and like they'll say mandatory masks out front but then I'll see oh their workers aren't even wearing masks so but you know it's it's been a bit of adjustment but it was perfect timing when we went because you know like you don't really have to be too scared about being out in the mountains you can you know have as much space to roam around as you want so it was perfect for us so yes i forgot you're in the mountains i forgot yeah. where Kelowna is i've never oh. been myself yet <gasps> you gotta but, come out yeah one day i'll probably go yes it'll, luckily it'll not luckily with my luck it'll be the one weekend you're not there yeah i'll just laugh <laughs> you know, like classic <laughs> classic brand and move Aww. not planning anything oh man actually <laughs> we did have a plan i don't think it'll ever happen to come visit you and nathan <gasps> me and lance and jeremy oh gosh basically what i thought up was we text nathan like a couple days before be like this is gonna happen <gasps> Okay, we take Lance's van because you know Lance's van. Yes, right. What's you his can't van's miss it. name again? Uh, I don't. Know. I don't listen to anything he says. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was something like Lachandra or something uh, or something like that. Anyway, yeah. Lance's van is a big white van with two blue doors on it, so you can't <laughs> yes. miss it. You, you don't. You know the van. So this was our plan. Our plan was to come down, not let you know, but let Nathan know and have you guys at like a, like a Walmart or something like that. And then he comes out and we just like steal him, take him around the corner yes. and you be like, hey, what the frick? Oh. And you come around and you see that van and you know exactly what's happening. We gotta do this. <laughs> and you'd be like, ah! <laughs> I know who you are. Gosh, can oh, this happen? Right? <laughs> I'll act it like will, I don't but know. But I was just like, man, that would be the best prank ever. Oh gosh, please! Especially if you had no clue, and it's like two years later. He would go full ninja style. <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. Oh, 
But we wanted to like text him to be like, you gotta like submit to us, man. <laughs> submit. But then she'd be like, no, this isn't Nathan. He's not submissive. He fights to the no, tooth and nail. He's not. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. Oh gosh, this should happen someday. Because you would just, you'd be so scared, and then you turn that corner and be like, "What the frick?" I'll get video footage of this. Yeah, <laughs> be on the news. That'd be awesome. All s- pranks aside, though. So every episode, I have to talk a little bit about video games. Okay. Yeah. And do you play video games at all? Uh, I just watch them happening. Just the watch magic. Them happen. Yeah. You never even played like Mario Party or anything. Oh yes. Okay. I've I played um Mario Kart. Is Mario it? Kart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Love that one. Yeah, that one's a good one. But Mario Party. Let me tell you. Oh, okay. Tell me about it. Okay. So Mario Party is a bunch of mini games that you play against each other. It's like four people, and basically you're playing on this big board. And each mini game, if you win, you like move up more spaces, kind of thing. Oh, cool! It's, it's like first one to the end. Oh, wow! This game ruins friendships. <laughs> okay, I guess it's one of those why. games. I played once with uh, a friend of mine named. <laughs> Sorry, I just think it out. Named Micah. Okay. Yeah. And we were playing, and he won every single round. Oh my goodness! And his sister was there. And she just flipped right out. She's like, stop fucking winning. <laughs> and he just Aww. laughed. Oh, it was too good. Oh, though. good old me, Micah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Seriously, Tina, you got to play more video games. Uh, you've never invited me. Oh, my gosh. Do you <sighs> remember right. playing Overcooked? Yes. That's where Teener came from. That's where Teener, <laughs> where Teener came Teener from, came. where I trolled around. <laughs> I was burned and shit. And just, oh, said a bad oh word. Oh, my God. Um, Steven got so mad. <laughs> I just, like, got crazy. Yeah. I just didn't even care. I just remember sitting there watching, being like, I fucking hate this game. <laughs> and you guys were just having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good night. Good times. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, but we're starting to run out of time. So I'm going to start wrapping up here. Like I said, I'm going to put all of my <laughs> Tenille's, uh handles and stuff in the description of this video. That's what I was trying to say. Not video. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. You guys know what I mean. It's all good. But yeah, I'll put them all down there so you guys can search her up, send her an email maybe. Yes. Get a massage. She's oh, in yeah. Alberta right now. Yeah. Not for long, but she's back every month, like she said. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth it. I don't go as much as I should. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? I Yeah, I work too much. Yes. And too hard. I should. It, that's the reason why I should get a massage, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I'm always pretty tense. Anyway. Yeah, I'll put all her stuff in there, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Say bye to me. Bye. Bye.